bum, bum, bum. You should dye your hair blue. I, that's like, I would love. Can we bleach your hair blue today? Let's do it right now. Like, let's do it right now today. Like, after we'll go get bleach from Fred Meyer. I'm getting my hair cut on Thursday. Would that matter? No. I kind of would be down. Okay. I've never done my hair before, and that'd be a total fun move for Pride. Pride. Yeah! Speaking, let's, what a good, ooh, segue. Welcome okay. to Pride. Honestly, like, I kind of have the time. I don't have anything till two. Um, how long does it take to dye your hair? Like, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And then you, like, have to sit there for a second? No. <laughs> I mean, like, it'll take, like, 20 minutes to bleach, rinse it out, 20 okay. minutes to dye, rinse it out. Okay. You know what? I think it, that could be the move. Yeah. And T, who not is making, like, intimate plans afterwards. <laughs> You're all welcome to join. Uh, um, my name is Katya. This is Heard and Heard. I'm Venus. Venus Planet 666. Not That's like, me. No, wait, don't you love hard mode. Wait, um. Why? Because it will go blank. It will go, it'll, um, it'll, wait, can I do this? So leave? many questions. Can you leave? Can you get the hell out of here? <laughs> Can you leave? Um, yeah, today we are talking part two of Pride. Uh, today we have a uh, co-host is someone who has actually never been to a Pride official. Like, yeah. Fresh meat. Yeah, like I haven't performed. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, that's right. Well, because if you've been to Pride, I feel like that counts. Not to me. Because, like... Well, okay, but, like, we're talking about, like, Pride in general, not just, like, okay, Pride. Yeah. Like, Okay, yeah, I've been to Pride. Fine, yeah, I've been to Pride. I've been to Pride. I've been going to Pride since I was 15. There it is. The I've been truth! Going, I've been going to Pride Pride since I was, like, f- I went to my first one when I was in middle school, and then I started going regularly when I was 15. I fucking love that. Now, like, that's the experiences I want to hear about, because I yeah. think that is such a, you like, that is not the experience but I had But it was the all. parades. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like the, yeah, you're going to get more of the fuller experience this year, but honestly, there's something we said, and we talked a lot about, like, yesterday, like, I think... You know, in the last 10, 15 years before last June, I mean, things really shifted. But really, like, when I was started going to Pride, it was get fucked up, get laid, go, like, fucking marathon, like, three days of doing that. I mean, it's like, that's the gateway. A little bit, but I think, like, it's important that, like, honestly, like, the parade and usually, like, uh, whatever street fair, like, it has something that relates to the more serious and historical context of, yeah, of, like... This is what Pride used to be about, and, like, this is what it has sort of morphed into. And so, I think, like, yeah. So, what was the city that you went to, uh, their Prides, and what was your experiences like there? So, my first Pride, I think I was in the seventh grade, and it was Seattle Pride. And it was just a parade. But it was awesome to be, be like, um, this queer uh, seventh grader and being able to wear whatever the hell I wanted. And like go to go to a place where I can wear whatever I wanted, walk how I wanted, talk how I wanted, wear makeup because I didn't feel at that time I wasn't like fully comfortable with doing that in school. Up until after I went to my first pride, that's when I was like, okay, I do whatever the fuck I wanted. And then I would go to Seattle Pride every year, and then Tacoma Pride when I could. Tacoma Pride's more of a block party though; it's not a parade. Yeah, but like honestly, like I have so much respect for. I don't want to say small town prides, but prides that exist in like places that mm-hmm. like it's so it's like more. I was saying, yeah, it is more important in places mm-hmm. that like that is maybe the yearly or very little exposure that they see gay gay things and those kids like in those neighborhoods and and, and those places. I you know where I'm from, there was not that. I don't think I went to my first pride until I was nineteen. Damn. Yeah, and like it was. I mean, I didn't even really realize. I had just sort of assumed being gay was a death sentence. Being gay meant isolation. I was very convinced that I was gonna stay in the closet forever, which was. Really? And A, what closet? And B, yeah. I've been very gay for a long time. Looking at the pictures of you as a child behind you, like, what closet? 
gay. Yeah, she's definitely gay. Um, <laughs> like, what closet? But yeah, so going to the parade, yeah, for sure, I was like, for me, I guess I knew, like, because I sort of came out right around when there was, like, gay marriage equality, you know, happening across the country. So what was that, 2015? 2011 no. to 20, 2012 to 2014. Because 20, 2012 in Minnesota, where I'm from, gay marriage became legal. I was at the um, state capitol when that happened. What about, like, as a whole? 2013. So literally, I was in New York Pride for that. So 2013, I think I was in seventh grade. That's fucking scary. And that's, I think I was in seventh or eighth grade, and, like, that's around the time I came out. Which is, uh, so, and you feel like that was directly correlated, or whether there was a correlation between you going to these other events? Well, yeah, and, like, when, well, I was growing up in, like, the boom of, like, being gay, and, like, being, it's, like, Drag Race was out, like, I grew up watching Drag Race, like, I grew up, like, instead of, like, looking towards celebrities, I looked towards drag queens and, like, queer people and, like, people in the ballroom scene, like, those were my idols rather than, like, Beyonce. Well, except Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, <laughs> Nicki Minaj is the one. Yeah. But um, instead of, like, Beyonce and, like, Madonna and, like, all, like, the pop idols, I always have looked towards, like, queer people. And, like, that's, I think, a part of my upbringing and, like, why I'm so prideful about being queer. Well, you're very comfortable in your skin. Yeah. And, like, I think um, it just gives a lot of hope to people like me. It's, like, I feel like a lot of the issues that, like, I just figured out recently were, like, almost non-issues for you. Yeah. Um... And, like, not to tell too much of your tea, but you came out as a trans woman when yes. you were 14? 15. 14. Yeah. Um, or ninth, eighth grade going into ninth grade. So that's that summer, I started I started transitioning because at that point in time, um, I was always... Being a black um, queer, you're, when you're growing up, especially for me, my father told me if I was feminine, he killed me. Like, literally straight up, like, if you're feminine, if you're gay, I'm going to kill you. So, like... I, I associated with, like, I could only, like, be happy if I if I was, like, a cis-passing woman, you know what I mean? And then I moved here, and then I realized, oh, I can be feminine and still identify as a woman, and but present masculine sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or be the in-between, and so... Yeah, I think, like, not worrying about it as much as we think we have to yeah. is a great... Like you know, boon of Portland. We have a lot of pros and a lot of cons. A lot of cons. We, a lot of cons. <laughs> um, but like in general, I do think yeah, people say something or tell you something or like you know when you're having debates and you're having um, disagreements with people in your community, it doesn't go to a place of disrespect and hate. Usually, mm-hmm. I think like we have a baseline understanding that like we respect all people of uh, all sorts of different varieties. Sometimes. Some. I mean, like I mean, for sure, there's work to be done. But like, yeah. I do feel like generally like. As much as I, though I don't love identity politics, I do feel like that gets a little not productive either. But at least we understand, like, hey, if someone's speaking on something that's close to them, we need to listen to them first. That's true. Yeah. We need to, like, there's just a, a lot true. more conscientiousness about those conversations about uh, Minneapolis. I guess so, like, I've experienced Minneapolis Pride. I've experienced New York Pride. I've experienced Portland Pride. Seattle Pride. Um, I've been to LA Pride. I've been to. Is that it? I feel like I've been to You've more, been to but Chicago I can't think Pride? of it. Did you say that already? I've been to Market Days. Oh, okay. Yeah, Market Days is like... The, Chicago Pride is not really like a thing. That's why Minneapolis Pride is the third biggest Pride in the world. Because it... Um, Everybody from Chicago. Everyone from... Every, like, I mean, Nebraska and Ohio. Like, literally all these... I don't know places. shit about the Midwest. I'm going to be real. I, I, I couldn't even tell you where Minnesota is on a map. You know what? That's fair. 
Like um, it's like I only it's like for me it's like the West Coast East Coast everything in the middle uh, is okay, a blur. She goes besides Arizona, coastal elite. Oh, besides Arizona, now that they're blue. Uh, well, Minnesota is actually a very historically blue and progressive state. So actually, mm-hmm. I grew up um, in a place that wasn't super like we had gay marriage in my church and it caused a bit of a schism. But generally, people didn't really care just because it didn't come up that much. It just wasn't. I just don't. I think I saw like one gay person besides myself that wasn't in the closet i only saw like one i saw like some people that like now looking back they were gay gay but most of the people yeah and most (laughs) but not dl like very (laughs) like you know uh is he you know is he republican yeah is he republican yeah like for sure that like it reminds me like every i love tv shows where they have like some sort of conservative husband and he's always like you know michelle bachman's husband is so effeminate he's like her party planner and like and it's, well, all I their think, kids are adopted, so you know they've never had sex yeah, once. Like because he's <laughs> fucking the garden boy or the pool Period. boy. She's not fucking the pool boy. He's fucking the pool boy. She is like fucking her guns. I feel like that's what her like. Pause, <laughs> to get it off of pride. Yeah. I need your Hulu so I can finish Desperate Housewives. Period. I haven't watched a single episode. That's pride for sure. That's, that is pride. That is pride. That was actually my some of my first early exposures to queer people in terms of like on the big screen, just because like. Yeah, there wasn't a ton of representation. And also, like, looking back, it was weird. I didn't recognize a lot of representation. I just thought it was, like, a flamboyant, like, man. I didn't realize that they were making gay, um, like, stereotypical jokes. So a lot of stuff went over my head just because, again, I didn't have any points of reference of, like, what a gay person was. I... I Okay. I'm backtracking. I said I came out when I was in the seventh grade. Yeah, that's a lie. I, but that was, like, the, publicly to school. The lie, the, the, the... To my family. <laughs> okay. When I was in third grade, this is what, this is what, by the way, this is what it's like being raised in this age with phones and shit. Yeah. When I was in third grade, my mom found gay porn on my phone. So my mom, my mom confronted me. She knew I was gay since I was in third grade. Yeah. It's been over. Yeah. No, I, that's definitely, I was found with gay porn and it was always, the sub, I always got in trouble, but we never discussed that it was, the pornography was... What, it's gay? Was, yes. It was just porn. Gay. It was just porn. Hi, gay. Yeah, no, and I, oh my god, so embarrassing. I looked up gay porn at my date, at my, at my sister's daycare, like, my dad was sick, and, like, I was staying with my sister's daycare provider for a minute, mm. and they had internet that wasn't dial-up for the first time in my entire life. I'd always I don't even had, know what a dial-up is. Dial-up is, like, when you live in the country, and, like, it goes, dee dee dee, like, it's, like, modem. Like, I was raised pictures and videos did not load. Like, literally, like... Oh, like the... Sl- it would be like... Yeah, so... Have you, you watched the woman, A Woman in a Window? Maybe. I, I was What's that woman. Letter? I was that window. Yeah. <laughs> that little window was me. Was me. Joe Biden. Um, gay porn. Um, yes. So that... Like, I used to honestly go on the... And Google just, like, gay porn. And then, like, quick highlight it all. Like, the little tiny... like And then, like, put it on a... Pe- paper like a, a word document print the word document delete the word document scrub the internet clean throw the computer away and so you had printed pictures yeah, yeah. you slut so and like sometimes i would like i would buy color ink and put color just ink. so you could yeah and i would take the color ink out because i don't want parents to know that we were i'd be so lazy i'd just like go stand on the side of the road and be like someone fucked me that's too, when's that's the first so time you work. got grinder i don't even want to know well not to tell. <laughs> um, happy Pride. Happy Pride. Happy Pride Month. I, I've hooked up with two people off of Grinder. Okay. 
I got I whenever I'm on Grinder, I just look at it and then I'm like, this is this is literally trash. Like it is all yeah. our never mind. <laughs> Most um yeah, and Portland's full of bottoms anyways. Everybody, it's like bottom, 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 looking for a top. Like y'all are all fucking fucking. Everyone says that. Oh my god, that's a good pride no, question. Do you, what city do you think is the most bottom heavy? Portland, because y'all are all sissies. <laughs> I don't know about even that. The every are, single, even, even every, the tops are femme. So all every, the to- everyone, like this is like the, the frogs. <laughs> yeah. or the frogs are becoming femme in the water. Yeah, and then like the, it's like always the muscle boy, the white muscle boys that Who are, are like, bottoms. Bottom. I love. I live for it. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> You're pissed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is not what I came. This is not Pride Month. No, this is um, not Pride to me. Okay, this is not Pride to you. Okay, so then I would. Lo- okay, so when you were going to these Pride events. Out, like out and proud what was that like because i think like yes it was a different time but it was still like a new time to be trans like people were just kind of getting comfortable with gay people yeah um when i went to my first um pride like out trans well see like no one ever says shit to me or does shit to me because i don't know well i was more so like positives or negatives i mean i really wasn't thinking like i feel like Cause it seemed like you had a good group of friends. Was, yeah, it was all positive. I've, all, I, yeah, it's always been positive. That's and good. the people that do say anything negative, I beat their ass. So it's kind of like, <laughs> I always win, you know. Have you had to get and like, oh my god, do you remember like, you know what pride is? Remember that kid who like hit that other kid because he was calling him a fag and yeah. hit him like so hard you could. I get- did, when I came, I came so. <laughs> I came out in seventh grade on social media on a Friday night, so I'd have the weekend to blow over. So when I went back to school, mm-hmm. I think I thought it would die, die down. I get there, and this guy, <laughs> this guy calls me a faggot, and I just deck him as hard as I can. No one ever said shit again. to me ever again. That actually was I did that in fifth grade. So yeah, he didn't call. He called me um, gay. He just called me gay. There was he didn't say fag. <laughs> I've called. I've fought someone just for calling me gay too, and. Well, at the time, it was, like, like I remember being, like, if I don't say something now, because I was, like, very much, like, at a certain point, people just stopped, like, even asking or, like, making that a thing for me, just because it was, maybe because it was so obvious, it was, like, low-hanging fruit, or maybe they were just growing out of it. I did, like, have a certain, um, like, yeah, like, protection. I was, like, kind of good at sports, mm-hmm. like, kind of good at school, so I could, like, skim by by being, like, the mean student council girl, but, yeah, I think it's, I can't imagine, like, yeah, like, having to, like... I, right away, right away. I, yeah, I hands. I nipped, I nipped that shit in the butt. Period. Like before the word even finished, come, finished coming out of his mouth, he was getting hit in it. Yeah. What are some things that uh, have changed since then? So I mean, you said obviously with Portland, you kind of like discovered a different breath. Yeah. Um. I yeah, like learning how to just like be more fluid and just like do what I want and not what society is telling me I need to do because if I'm feminine, I don't need to be a woman. Like I mm-hmm. or I don't need to be. Fully, a fully transitioned woman, I can be, like, the in-between just a femme. But things that have changed is, like, I I think... <laughs> Here she goes. Let it out. Happy Pride. Can we stop giving the white twinks a platform? Thank you. I think... This is, like, a point of direct attack. Just kidding. Well, um, no, but, like, I... Like, I... D- we're a bit over it. A lot of, most, like, if you go to Pride, and, like, especially, like, growing up, I'd be at Pride on, like, looking at the parade, mm-hmm. nothing but white twinks and jock straps, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's, it's just... Well, it's, I mean, it, it, it harkens every, back all the way to when Sil- Sylvia Rivera, like, in the 1970s was, like, 
10 years ago, we were the ones that were even like being willing to, you know, a lot of people who were gay at that time were just willing to stay in the closet forever. This is, this is what I have to say. I'm going to say this one more time. (laughs) You white twinks are too comfortable with your pride. You should not be prideful because you did not do anything. You did not liberate anyone. You did not, you did not bring liberation to the gays for anyone. For trans people, you did not do it for anyone. It was blacks. It was, it was brown people. It it wasn't like, and I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it was just black people. It was definitely POC as a whole, like people of color as a whole, that white people came in and then took the face. Like they, they, we did the work and then they came and were the, the little pride junk, like uh fucking ad, ad boys. Like they get all the money, they get to go on the on the parades, but they did none of the actual hard work. They they don't live in it every day. You know what I mean? They don't live in the struggle every day, especially being black and queer. That's one like that. That's literally one of the hardest things ever. That's why, I. That's one like literally that's one of the hardest things ever, especially being black, gay, and growing up in the hood, um, having to fight every day for your rights and to like just just to just to be yourself, when, a lot of these gays are privilege and don't use their privilege for anything they go they go and they party such they do a, drugs such and they, a shame they don't use their privilege for anything it's different if you're using your privilege i'll i'll give you your like i'll give you your tens yeah. like it's like i'll go give off. you your tens <laughs> it's like go Great. off Alicia. um yeah i mean i think i mean so much of that resonates i think more than ever again especially after last year we got to see there is plenty of money effort time and people like thousands and thousands and thousands of people and tens of then hundreds of thousands of dollars were donated, and like, where is the energy now? And things have not improved in terms of how black lives are treated in this country. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm from Minneapolis. Literally, two more black people were murdered by the police in the last month, and it's been kept super, super quiet. Mm-hmm. All my friends. I there, haven't heard about that. All my, exact, and like, it's a total military zone. Yeah. And I think it's and again and like you know I, I um, receive a freaking criticism that is super valid, which is I just I live in a, a super, inter- I'm very comfortable with varying degrees of privilege and people because of where I was raised. Mm-hmm. Be, like, I just, I got, raised, I got to yeah. be, like, exposed to all sorts of different... I mean, I, I grew up, like, white trash wealthy, and, mm-hmm. like, so that was, like... Until so I moved to New York, I learned that I was, like, actually, I'm on the bottom of the totem pole, and, like, mm-hmm. I really got to the full experience. So I, I have been able to get too comfortable with certain things. and But I think, like, now it's come to a certain level where it's, like, I'm glad I got to that space because now I can communicate and reach people that would, like usually not give some of the things that we care that need to be cared about a second thought but also if we're gonna have that conversation mm-hmm. like you still like people need to acknowledge the things that they're everyone's doing as a whole because this whole scene like i genuinely believe the whole the whole portland scene is like built on drama and lies and backstabbing and predators and racists it's just like and that's why everyone's always so coming at everyone's throats because none of them like everyone is doing it like it's like as a whole and i will and this and like i would say yes and so the yes is i think that is that's a you know a true assessment and but the unfortunate thing is it's a true assessment of of a not just the straight scenes or excuse me the queer scenes here in portland the queer scenes everywhere mm-hmm. and from what I've been experiencing the straight scenes and like honestly it's, mm-hmm. it's really when it comes to nightlife it doesn't always attract the best sorts of people that's but true. often it's like how society and, and um, culture progresses like that's where like really you know policies put to the pavement what people interacting to the pavement so I think like what I was going to say is again, more yes and it's just like why can we not celebrate and do you know be your faggy self and not dedicate some time effort and money to the 
to the things that got you where you are. Yeah. I honestly really, and I, I firmly believe everyone needs to find their lane. And, and honestly, you're, I live in the reality of the fact that as much as we know these people should be getting out there and doing like the heavy lifting, they're probably not. Never, ever. And like, I think we can encourage, like, and I see more people doing it, but I think honestly, I'd rather have everyone doing some work each day, like donating like five uh-huh. bucks or like donating to sharing, talking about it, than having no, no one do any of the work because they think it's like not something that needs to be. But that's why I'm take, saying like, like not even on their priority list. They shouldn't be prideful because they have nothing. They ha- they're not doing anything to be prideful about just because you're gay. But I like work work diva. But also you're yeah. you're, you're not you're not doing anything for but the I, community. And I wonder actually now this is something I really haven't thought about. And this is kind of like where intergenerational things is because like honestly like I remember my queer elders looking at me in a certain way and me looking at them a certain way being like. Y'all settled for way too mm-hmm. little. And that's how I feel. And I think it just like it kinda turns around and, like y'all settled for too little. And like in the, from the other side, I will say, I think again, the level of comfort that I got to walk around in my faggy ass came from people who made huge sacrifices. And like I do remember being in places and spaces like there was no like no one came out in seventh grade. No one came mm-hmm. out when they were eighth grade. So it's like I underst and I think from my perspective and my lane is just trying to get those people realize that we are more on the same side than we are not, but it really, and it, it just, it really is. And that doesn't really mean I think black and brown people don't have much to do. I just think white people need to recognize that. And then black and brown people feel more welcome and safe in those spaces mm-hmm. that they help create. And then thousand percent that have been like gentrified and taken over. Um, yeah. And like, also another thing I have a fucking problem with is all of, sorry. No, this is, <laughs> this is your pride episode, baby. Um, yeah. Um, all, another thing I have a problem with is all of these white twinks spending all this all this money on drugs, alcohol, which whatever, yeah. whatever floats your boat, but then like not donating, not not redistributing money to black queers. Like I like I've seen white white people's GoFundMe get get their goals met in a day. Okay. And my GoFundMe has been up for three months now. And it's like, and I don't even get donations. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I'm not like throwing myself in there. It's just because like. You have a specific point of reference. Yeah. Y'all need to pay your dues. Because at the end of the day, y'all are, y'all are getting money, more money just by being white. And you don't even realize that. You're getting, you're getting the privilege and also, just yeah, by being and white. And also, it's not really that scary to be white and gay anymore. It's it not. Just, it really, it really, and like, I think, you know. Again, it's this, about being it, black and gay because they want to. They're like, oh, you can't. You you literally can't queer, be black and gay. Or being queer. Yeah. Being queer. Being and trans and gay. Yeah. Or tra- trans and black. And I think, and that's what's like. And I do say, and like that's why, like, and of course, I'm such like a little positive patty. But like, I have seen a lot in the last five years that I've been working here in Portland, like slowly but surely, people who are in the queer scene have found friends who are in the white, gay cis scene, and there's they have a lot of common. Like, first of all, a everyone likes to kind of party. That usually bonds the girls. And then B, it's like, you know, we all love goofiness. We love silliness. We love dressing up. We love being extra. And if you want to have those amazing, interesting, fun, brown, black, and trans people in your life, then you need to be able to be willing to sacrifice some things, including money, Mm -hmm. including space, Mm -hmm. and like literally and physically protecting those people when they're Mm -hmm. into, like, I, I think it's, and I have seen more of that. Like I've seen situations where things have gotten out of hand and that's been at Rooster, that's been at the bars and I see people stepping up more, but it, it still isn't enough. And so it's like, I think everyone, especially after last summer, everyone knows they're supposed to. We all, it's all, it's all, no one can say they don't know. Yeah, no one at this can point. say they yeah. And like, even like... And everyone claims to be an ally. I mean, and that's, I mean, you know, I just said my own little 
um, not little. I have my own misjudgment and stuff with that too. But like that was the under. That was like we are, we we know we know better. We know better than to have nothing. We know better than to have um, no white folks and non-black folks doing what they can to remember that there is no pride without um, black queer and trans liberation. It's just one thousand percent. Dot, dot, yeah, dot, dot, period, exclamation point, <laughs> forward slash, boots, house, <laughs> down, house. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, honestly, like, and I, 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 I just, and ever since, because also, what an easy thing to do. Vemno, Cash App exists. Yeah, even if it's, like, $5, you know what I mean, $10. And, like, it's, and it's, if you see something in the news, if you know that a black yeah. person was murdered by the police, if you know someone got set free, when you know it's going to be a particularly tough day to be black or you, you know, you see a black person and also black people crowdsource so well. It's like, it's an, it, also, even if you don't feel comfortable giving, like saying you're like, Oh, I've heard people be like, I don't know what they're going to do with the money that I give to their GoFundMe. Don't worry about it. Exactly. Don't worry about it. But even if you, even if you're not willing to help people, you don't know black people, you don't know there are black people in your life that you can help on the day. Like period. I have friends who will just send me $30 be, and be like reparations. Literally, that's it. And it's like, just... Because that's, like, literally, I was when I was in Oakland, like, I was having conversations with people that was so, so fucking refreshing because they were like, at the end of the day, coin. Yeah. Everything else is really, like, and they and even, like, when we, they, we talk about, um, like, the environment. We talk about a lot, like, big social... Like, a lot of issues have, like, tons of nuance and discussion and blah, blah, blah. But it comes down, is it funded? Are they getting money? Because it honestly, you know, we live in a capitalist society where these people are... Can't survive without money. Uh, I mean, the, these people, I was going to honestly say, was more like the cor- the corporate greeters. Um, but, like, yes, uh, and our see. people are being... Like, we're just now getting to the point where our heads are above water and fucking yeah. things are changing, right? There's the biggest labor movement in history happening right now. There's about to be a huge, a, a huge housing movement. We're seeing a huge movement in... Uh, like against our, our government and distrust of it and like it's just like this could be a moment and honestly it's just like if you don't want to be on the wrong side of history being like I wasn't on a daily doing something like when it's Especially, so like, and when take, it's take some so pride. easy like yeah. it's literally so it's so easy yeah yeah I think honestly like yeah I just have I've learned and it, it just it, it made me because I think like you know to speak candidly it's like from where I'm from, people did not care about that shit. I learned to care about that stuff. And for many years, it was performative. Honestly, until I moved to Portland and really started to get it. And, like, understand it. And understand it. And really just, like... And then I was like, oh, this is just a... Like, if I really believe I'm saying it, then I need to be, like, actively participating in it. And you can still have fun. Like, there's no... Like, I don't think I anyone would say, like, we you, don't have fun. I And also, I don't believe you can't... You can't, like have fun at a pro like at a protest mm-hmm. you can like still be respectful yeah. and like protest and like live your 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 queer fantasy mm-hmm. and like dance and like have a good because that, that that is us protesting that's showing we're happy you know what i mean oh. and, you saw those they, ballroom dancers in, yeah. in brazil right so yeah because oh. they can't take us down and our in our and our art is beautiful our dance is beautiful we yeah. are beautiful so it's like all this shit going on is fucking fugazi and all these bitches are hypo- all these bitches are hypocritical yeah so, I mean, but at the end of the day, and, like, I don't, and, like, I was... And that's not I, coming from your mouth, that's coming from <laughs> mine. I just want to let y'all know. It is important to re-eva- to evaluate our allyship on the constant. Because, like, for me, again, it's just, like, you know, I, I feel like my only through, yeah, through some harsh critiques that I, like, start performing 
real activism mm-hmm. and really trying to be a real ally, which honestly just decenters it from yourself. A lot of ally, like in this, and I, we all saw a lot of people throughout in um, uh, flounder last year. You know, black the black yeah. square thing was a big black square joke. Like that was literally Girl. like did that remember do you, do you remember Firefest? Girl, right? Like I was like, this is so Firefest vibes, but for like. Who was like? And they still all, all off social media. Some people, well, I'll like look on their profile and they still have it. I'm like, you, you, you didn't even follow up on your little black square. You literally just posted it. And we're like, and like, yo, it's a fire fest. Bye, bye, black. Yeah. Bye, 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 gay. We're sashing away with deals. Yeah. So I'd say that was you know we we talked a lot yesterday about um, remembering the you know kind of how, where we how we got to where we are. And like appreciating the you know the things that we have overcome as an LGBTQ plus community, but I think today's message is as important as like that journey came on the backs and blood of a black and trans people. And I think, and again, we just we we knew that everyone was everyone posted it last summer. Last summer, everyone did. No, it because everyone was like Marsha P. Johnson. It's always so it, out. Yeah. that's that's the thing. People, but I think people, as someone who used to be performative, I think it can like you can move it in the direction that it can be real. Yeah, but mo- like I'm gonna like if we're being honest, it's like mo- most of them don't. And if we're gonna be real, they probably won't until they're forced to. Because they can, it's fake active, it's performative, it's, it is fake activism. A lot of them, mo- like, yes, you're, you might be a different case where you actually do care, but most people could only, especially these vain muscle white twinks or just white twinks in general, they're like, yeah. they only care about themselves. Oh my god. I mean, not to, so to wrap it not to wrap it all up, but like, Ray, when it was, because basically the George Floyd um, riots started right during our pride like you know it was like yeah. a, a week before our pride and so when it, our pride happened it was really like you know it was coinciding in a big powerful way this white gay <laughs> literally and i and you know me i rarely get involved i don't ever like you know i'll dm someone mm-hmm. i screenshot it and i sent it to my other friend i was like you need to tell your friend because it was their butt and they had taken like the little thing from instagram and put biela <laughs> And it was just so, and like again, it's, I'm not saying I don't understand doing something tone deaf, but I think that we have to move on from there. Like I like least, like we at least if you're making mistakes, they should be more nuanced than that. They should be Girl. bigger and better. Yeah, and like, that was just, I was just like, so again, we the work is better, and obviously you're proof of things getting better, but so much to do. I agree. So much to see, and I'm not. I I feel like. In Portland, I've kind of got become a reputation reputation that I kind of just talk a lot of shit on my Instagram. But I never got from. But <laughs> you know, I'm not paying attention. Well, you don't watch my stories. I watch your stories. Lies. I check who watches my stories. Here she goes. Um, Keeper of the keys over yeah, here. Yeah, gatekeeper. Gatekeeper. The, the only one. Yes. But I'm gonna constantly call you bitches out every single day. I'm gonna. I don't care if y'all hate me. I'm gonna do it every day. When 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 you do stuff, when you do a wrong thing, you're gonna get called out because all of the people, all you people are in power. And when you have power, it's really easy to just get get away with things. So I yeah, think or it's not just get away with things, but ignore ignore yeah ignore important things. But even if things come out, it's uh, if you're in power, it's still easy to keep your position. Like yeah, and things might happen for like a couple days, but yeah. you still keep your position. Nothing changes in the long. Look at the Kardashians. If nothing changes in the long run, the shit bad shit can happen. They can say horrible things. Nothing changes in the long run. Yeah. You know. 
You gotta get us when we're young. But I, you, Ozzy, and like, uh, yeah, to keeping more, like, yesterday, I spoke to my friend Justin, and they were just like, I want to leave you with the note that, like, anyone who reached out to give you criticism, no matter what it looked like, it was effort and labor in the intentions to better the world. And, true. like, so you have to, like... One thousand percent. And I think, like, in, honestly, a lot of times, and, like, I, I feel like, and even, like, yes, what I was trying yesterday to do was, like, just don't fight, don't fight it, don't try to rationalize it, just accept the fact that you probably fucked up, and and you you there's I think that is like literally like eighty like so many people like when something they get called out and they're like trying to like that's but that's what I'm about to say yeah I that's but that that's the thing that you did that none of them have ever they none they of them, could though but none of them ever have so I don't that, know, I, don't know. I, I was I'll, I think so yes it's a, a learning curve on the learning so curve. so it's like it it shows it shows the difference of like you taking accountability and being like okay maybe I was tone deaf and I fucked up I'm sorry yeah, I'm, maybe I, I was tone deaf but yeah no. But I'm gonna I'm gonna work I'm gonna work harder and do better. When all of these when there's multiple people that like came for you in that situation who have allegations against them or who like not even like just are just bad people in general and can't even say like won't even be like, Hey, I'm a mean per like you know what I mean? So it's like so these 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 people don't have a leg to stand on and I get standing up, but like at least when when you're when when you're gonna be a person that's gonna be like for cancel culture, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Then, bitch, you better cancel yourself too if you're doing things behind behind closed doors. You know what I mean? I think yeah, and like I guess for me is one of those things that I, I you know I learned a lot yesterday. I've learned a lot over the last two years about like dealing with criticism in a public space, particularly about political things. Mm-hmm. And I think it really you have to look at your spectrum of privilege. Definitely. And look at the spectrum privilege, uh, which... That's why I'm speaking on it and not you. Yeah. No, I, I, I think... Because I would say, like, honestly, for Pride, if donate the money, share the things, uh-huh. show up to the gigs, give people love, and, you know, again, send... It bears repeating, send the money. But I think also, especially if, if you get yourself in a situation, like, be like... Because, like, literally, it was so funny. When I was having my conflict um, with the girls... I was having another conflict with someone who was a white twink, and I honestly felt like, I was like, you are just, you're, I'm, and that's why it honestly helped me realize, okay, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be the person who's, like, trying to justify their actions just because I of my ego or whatever it happens to be. So I would say, donate money and remember to just, honestly, it doesn't hurt to listen. It doesn't hurt to take, to, to admit that you're wrong. Yeah. It really, honestly, like, it, it just makes you help and it makes you grow. Absolutely. And I think it, you know, it's not, it's not an easy pill to swallow, but you know, if you can, in like center, if you need to center it around the fact that it's pride, if you need to center around the fact that it's Juneteenth, if you need to center, like just be conscientious of it as, especially these days and hopefully that carries on into the rest of your months and years. And I wish one of you bitches would, would try yeah. me. Well, as Nene Leakes Cartier says, would. You, she, uh, don't try me, try Jesus. Literally. No, because this, this week I got asked, are you even black? Yeah. That try, like... That's like, honestly, like, at a certain point, that, like, again, these I... These people are part of the problem. That's, value, that's what I'm saying. I, they are, the, the person in question has valid, and every, like, I, I personally can't say anything about it, except that I will not accept, I will just not take into consideration their input because of what, that at a certain point, like, they're angered, everything's super valid, but I don't have to listen to someone who would say that to other pe- people of color. It's just not, I'm just sorry, it's just point blank period. I have a line, and, like, of course, I don't, I any mean, like, that is their right to go off and do what they want to say, And but I just think it speaks to, um, 
Yeah, like yours. It's not. It's the it's antithesis of, of what we want. It's part of the. Like, yeah. It's just. It's just adding to the. It's part of the problem. Well, and I think also a right and wrong mindset is very capitalistic. It's just, it's just in a, the binary. I don't think anybody. I think everybody gets has a different us perspective all. on everything. Uh, and everything, all. and everybody's right from their perspective, unless it goes into like, m- like morals. Yeah, like which sexual it, assault and stuff like that, and that's a different story. I do think that is very like that. Honestly, I'm like, oh, there's sexual assault. Sir? Easy, that's an easy one. Yeah, but I don't think violence is. I don't think viol- I think I think anti-violence is anti. I think when I think when people depending tell me, on who's saying it. Like yeah, if white people are saying anti-violence, I'm like, well, yeah, of course anti-violence for you. you yeah, I think if like I think if not gun-toting if, smallpox. If someone's telling a black person to be that they're violent or like I don't care what if if you're not black and you're telling a black person you're violent then you're not you're anti-black because white people have forced black people into violence so what would you say about yesterday's thing because i definitely like i was like i don't you know i don't choose violence but and i especially don't choose violence against people who i consider to be at the end of the day not married period all right sisters so thank you venus for coming on we'll be back tomorrow with kim michelle westwood and kimber shade Mm -hmm. Couple of the don't even fucking I love, love you, that. Kim. Yes, um, and again, we will be out and about this weekend. Friday, we will be having a secret beach party. Now let's see if we're gonna dye this bitch's hair blue. And I guess we'll. See. I I forgot I agreed to that. Um, and then part. Uh, and then on Sat- Sunday we have an afternoon tea dance from five to eleven. Another secret outdoor location. You can check that all out on our Instagrams. Clip. Oop. Nope. <laughs> well, Clip Clop Productions or yeah. Katya PDX. And Venus Hoodoo 666. I thought it was Planet Venus 666. Oh my god, you're right. Planet Venus 666. Oh my god. Yes. And, and there's no A in Planet. Subscribe to our Patreon. Tune into our Spotify. Tune into iMusic. Um, thank you all for listening. Again, send money to people of color, specifically oh yeah, black money. people. Um, listen when you're getting called out. And um, remember that Pride was made by... For, Made for you by people that don't look like you. Period. Love y'all. Bye. Okay. That was great.